kissed has touched my heart. It's podcast time. Good morning, grab your friends. We'll talk about fairy tales and lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we are joined today <laughs> with a special guest, Natasha. Would you like to introduce yourself, sis? Yeah, I'm Natasha. Um, I also know Amy through Roller Derby, and uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of Adventure Time. I yeah. have not seen I, I have not seen everything, but I'm I'm getting there. You and me, so, you yeah. and me. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited because you're the first guest that we've had on the show who's like a big fan of Adventure Time. Uh, we had a friend in the first season who had never seen an episode before. And we just brought her in on like the most buck wild episode of that season. She's like, <laughs> uh, she's like, this is redonkulous. And that was really fun though, because it was the Enchiridion episode. And then it was like, so that was like the epitome oh, of the yes. time. And then, and then we had um, Mooney and Connor on who are funny. Um, and it's just, it's really exciting to have you on and, and we're, we have definitely been looking forward to having you join us. Yeah. Yeah. We've been really excited. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, and I've also been listening to the podcast, so yeah. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you. I've known you up till like two weeks ago, only by your roller derby name. So when I saw you comment on our Facebook page as Natasha, um, I didn't realize it was you and I just... <laughs> The way I responded, I was like, oh, she's probably, that, that probably came across as like super impersonal. So I apologize. Oh, no, no. <laughs> okay. Also, my me. husband has high levels of anxiety and he's like, always like, I hope she's not mad at us. I was like, uh, <laughs> she's not mad at us. No, no. She's too legit. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I got to send her a fruit basket. <laughs> I mean, I would not be opposed to that. If you are so overwhelmed with guilt, then. I... <laughs> uh, we got a couple of bananas, but they're a little on the brown side uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> edible arrangement enters your door how's <laughs> oh. uh, everyone holding up with um the like staying at home more good yeah just trying yeah. to stay busy nice good. have you have you used like any of this quarantine time to get back into like hobbies that you haven't had time for or anything like that oh uh, not really i mean i i i told amy um a little bit ago, I've been sewing a bunch of face masks and mm -hmm. that's been taking up most of my time. That's really uh, cool. But yeah, most, mostly I'm just trying to keep fit doing workouts mm -hmm. and um, not just sit on the couch and watch TV all day. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's <laughs> so a killer. hard not to do that. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, it's exhausting. Like just being home and trying to like that mental energy and, um, I definitely yes. appreciate that so much. Like when I get home, I just want to lay in bed and it's hard just not to lay in bed. Yeah, definitely. I, we've been running more, which is cool, but that's like really the only form of exercise we've been getting because we we've become reliant on the gym. Oh, yeah. Closed. <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting a little fluffy. <laughs> You're both getting a little fluffy. Yeah, like... me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So I'm super excited about these episodes that we're doing today. Um, so we are going to um, review and talk about Fiona and Cake, a gender bent episode um, that is super, super cool and left me wanting more for sure. 
And then um, another, our other episode, What Was Missing? Um, and I think that's a really cool episode too, because it, it really starts knowing what we know in season 10, right? And we know where some of the characters end up. I don't know where all the characters end up. I just know the big stuff. And I just think this episode is like, oh, it tugged at my heartstrings and like I almost cried and it was amazing. So I'm super excited to talk about both of these episodes. Yeah, we're getting into some new territory with these ones. So I'm really Mm -hmm. psyched to have you on for this because it is, I think these are two pretty special episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like these are two of my favorite episodes in the entire series that I've watched so far. So yeah, uh, they're probably in my top five of all of the episodes that I've watched. Yay. And you were so cute. I was like, do you want to do both episodes? You're like, yes. I didn't want to have to pick between the two. And I was like, yes. I didn't want to have to pick between the two either. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. It's, they're so adorable and I love it. Yeah. 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 And both of them have some pretty wonderful songs too, which I thought was really cool. And I'm like, we're a musical family. And so it's really fun when, we have just like some of those really cool creative songs. And I just, I think both of these episodes are like, like how Adventure Time shines and is just so phenomenal. And I love it. I love it. I love all of it. Ah, why? <laughs> yeah. why? So good. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the first season, we didn't really saw the end of it, but there were so few songs in it. And mm-hmm. already just within like the first 10 episodes of the season, we've got more songs than the entire first season. Yeah. Yeah. I love how they ramp up on their song production going yeah. forward. It's it's amazing. All of the songs in here are so good. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. I was like, ah. I was like, ah. okay, we'll talk about it in a minute. So let's get to it and let's talk about uh, season three episode nine fiona and cake fiona and cake has an imdb rating of 8.4 super high which is awesome it has an overall number of 61 directed by larry leachleiter cole sanchez written and storyboarded by adam muto and rebecca sugar um original air date was september 5th 2011 had 3.32 million u.s viewers which um at the time of it's airing. It was the highest, like, highest view- viewed viewed episode Sorry. on all of Cartoon Network. That's wow. Cool. That's, yeah. that's amazing. The title card is Fiona and Cake and Prince Bubblegum riding on the back of the monochrome, monochrome acorn. That's hard to say. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but its tail turns into. Oh, no. You know what? I thought the tail was like somebody's head. I was like, what is that? It looks like a head upside down with two arms. Matthew, but it's just what have tail. you been smoking? <laughs> I mean, don't I kinda, even worry about it. I kind of see it. it. It's like a beard and like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Yes. Wait for it. It's the Ice Queen. Is it? Wait, it really? Like the hair? The Ice Queen. If you look oh. at it upside down. Yeah, it it actually does. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's pretty awesome. I apologize. I retract that last like insult. Sorry, Matt. Uh, you don't know what kind of party you're missing here in the recording room. <laughs> this is the first time ever. Amy and I are recording in separate rooms. That's true. I am in our bedroom closet. <laughs> it's making me sound like such a villain. No, I'm like sitting here on a throne. He is. It's golden. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, we're gonna take a picture for our our listeners and uh, post it on our social medias. It's actually pretty cool, and I really like this setup. So she's never coming out of there. It's oh, I'm not Harry Potter. Thanks. I mean, you could be a wizard, though. 
But it's true. I could be a wizard, and then I could wizard battle, and then I could be Abraka Daniel, and 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 win Princess Bubblegum's heart. You're a wizard, Harry. Go with it. A what? <laughs> all right. So the episode opens, and we could talk about Harry Potter all day. Matt said that he likes to name Newt, but we are not fans of um, Fantastic Beasts, and that hurt his feelings. Okay, so. Oh. <laughs> Hot take. <sighs> all right. So the episode opens with an alternative versions of Finn and Jake using gender swapped characters. Um, I like to call them gender bent because I think that like that makes the most sense. Um, and I also think that since the synopsis was written, that's a more common term. Would you guys agree with that? Gender bent? Yeah, I think so. Well, and I, I like gender bent better as well because mm-hmm. it like there's differences in the characters mm-hmm. and their behaviors. And yeah. yeah. Gender swapping to me sounds like you just take the same character, the same behaviors, and put them in a different gender. I agree. But gender yeah. bent makes it sound like that it's something different, but also sort of the same. Yeah, I agree. I totally. Agree. Cool. All right. So we're settling I'm glad we're with, all with gender bent. It. <laughs> <laughs> not to get too philosophical on there. No, but... <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that's really great. And... So we're not going with Sheefin. What? <laughs> so we're not so we're not going with Sheefin and She Jake. No, no, not right. Sheefin yeah. and She Jake. Oh my goodness, you crack me up. <laughs> um, so the episode opens with alternate or gender bent versions of Finn and Jake, Fiona and Cake, and they're helping Prince Gumball decorate for the biennial Gumball Ball. When Prince Gumball asks Fiona if she would like to go to it tonight with him as quote unquote pals. Their conversation is interrupted when Cake's tail frizzes up, sensing incoming danger. Fiona rushes to the balcony and sees the Ice Queen coming down from the dark clouds to kidnap Prince Gumball. Oh, would anybody like to tell the audience who voices Prince Bubblegum? Ah, uh, and Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love Neil Patrick Harris. Like, so good. So amazing. He really yeah. is. We were talking a couple episodes back about how, like, when they get celebrity guests in the show, they don't waste them. Like, they all do a really good job in totally. their parts. Yeah, I agree well, with that. I appreciate that they let him sing in this episode. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's got some pipes. <laughs> Excuse me. Ice Queen breaks into the castle, forms a slush beast around herself, and goes after Gumball. Cake turns into a morning star that Fiona uses to smash the slush monster with Ice Queen and Gumball inside. So the room fills with snow and Prince Gumball appears unharmed, but Ice Queen has mysteriously vanished. So uh, Prince Gumball then asks Fiona to go out with him and Cake agrees for her to meet him again in an hour at the castle gardens. At the tree fort, Fiona and Cake argue over whether or not Gumball asks Fiona on a date or to just hang. Um, Cake insists that he did ask her on a date and decides to come along to help Fiona taking her dulcimer with her as a quote unquote conversation starter. <laughs> this is her, the alternate instrument to Jake's viola. Apparently Fiona reluctantly agrees to this and they go meet Prince Gumball at the castle gardens. I didn't know that that instrument was called a dulcimer. I've seen them, but I didn't mm-hmm. know that that was the name. Yeah. Yeah. They're great instruments. <laughs> right. They and are. how random like a dulcimer, like, okay, yeah. I just learned a new thing. Wrinkle in the brain. <laughs> By the way, I love cake. Yeah. The character, not the food. I know, you love pie. <laughs> but yeah, I think cake is hilarious. I love how she's like super sassy. Yeah. Yes, so sassy. She yeah. is She is the Olivia Spencer of Adventure Time. Like, like how- Octavia like, Spencer? Octavia Spencer, thank you. Octavia Spencer, like at this this character, if, this, if we had to like match a person to her- 
Octavia Spencer in like every movie she's in. That that is who yeah. I think of when I think of Kate. Totally. Prince Gumball is joined by Lord Monochrome. Oh, I keep messing that name up. Lord <laughs> Monochromicorn, which is the basically Wonder complete Man. opposite of uh, Rainicorn. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just completely like black and white. So we both cracked up when we saw that come yes, up. Yes, it screen. was great. So Prince Gumball gives Cake a satchel of catnip that Lord Monochronicorn picked himself, though not mentioned in the episode, and gives Ooh. Fiona a banquet of posies with a retractable crystal sword inside it. So Fiona is much more excited by the sword than the flowers, which is awesome. And the group rides off, Fiona riding on Cake's back, and Prince Gumball on Lord Monochromicorn. Wow, you which... had to say that like 14 times. I know, <laughs> I said it differently every time too. Yeah. Well, and I, I love Monochromicorn because... They also switch out his language communication mm. Ooh, from yeah. that of Lady Rainicorn because yeah. Lady Rainicorn speaks Vietnamese, but Lord Monochromicorn he uses his hoof tapping. Yes, to speak. Yeah. So he actually doesn't have that communication method. He just like communicates as a horse. I wonder if I it's thought like that was interesting. Code. Is she is she, does she speak Vietnamese or Korean? I want to say it's Korean. Oh, is it Korean? Oh, I might be confused. It is Korean. So, oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, her main language is Korean, although she might speak other languages. Oh, oh. nice. So rad. Yeah. No, I love, I love, love, love this. When he came up, I just laughed. I was like, oh my gosh, that is so perfect. <laughs> like, this is... Yeah. Ugh. Okay, we'll get we'll get to all the thoughts. Um, Cake urges Fiona in an undertone to tell the prince that he's hot. Fiona does oh. not like the idea, and Cake insists that guys like to hear that they're hot. <laughs> prince Gumball interrupts to challenge Fiona to race to Marshmallowy Meowdos. Meowdos. Muedos. 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 Marsh Marshmallowy. Say it again. Muedos. Muedos. Thanks. <laughs> the group races there, and Fiona and Prince Gumball jump off their friends and into the flowers. Suddenly, Prince Gumball dives under the flowers and disappears. <laughs> One of the things that's funny is they're like both like panting, like they're like super out of breath, and and <laughs> Cake is like, "Why are they panting? They were legit just riding us, who were the ones sprinting." Yeah. So, <laughs> so when he says marshmallow muertos, like I felt like that was Neil Patrick Harris messing the line up, and they just rolled with it because like I, he like really draws out the W and muerto. <laughs> I, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, in a panic, Fiona dives after him and pulls him out. Gumball explains that he saw a pearl pygmy skull in the flowers that reminded him of Fiona's sparkling eyes. So, Fiona giggles and her eyes are growing wide and uh, anime, like Gumball's. So, later, the group flies off on Lord... Uh, I always get stuck with his name. <laughs> Monochrome. <laughs> and Prince Gumball sings about Fiona. By the way, this song is awesome. It's amazing. I love it. So, while Cake plays along on her dulcimer... After lying on the ground, talking for a while, Prince Gumball asks Fiona to come to the ball with him as his girlfriend. Ugh. Fiona rushes back to the tree fort and excitedly tells, uh, or yells to Cake that she is now going to the ball as Gumball's girlfriend. After Cake dresses Fiona up in a fancy gown, Fiona asks how she's supposed to fit weapons in her purse. Cake says she doesn't need weapons at a ball, um, which we all know you always need weapons at a ball. Um, yes. Fiona takes her, so Fiona takes her retractable crystal sword that PG gave her anyway. PG. PG. You know, this scene kind of reminds me of uh, that scene in Wonder Woman. Yeah. Where she's trying to, she's trying on clothes to fit in 
in oh, London. Yeah. And she's like, where am I supposed to hide my sword? Right. Right, right, right. <laughs> I love it. How are you supposed to do anything in this? And she's like lifting her legs and they're all restricted. Yeah, like, I love it. Yeah. So good. So when Fiona and Kate get to the ball, Marshall Lee floats by and gives Fiona the rock sign. So Prince Gumball is seen talking to basically the gender bent cinnamon bun, who, from what I could tell, only speaks complete gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> then he comes to Fiona and takes her to his room, decorated with candles and rose petals, and locks the door. Oh, so creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah, red flag. Yeah. So she becomes flustered and blushing, backs away when he begins to take his uh, shirt off. So uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. This part so was really of... uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. So a drop of water lands on her shoulder. She looks up to see the real Prince Gumball trapped inside a giant icicle on the ceiling. So the fake prince is revealed to be Ice Queen, now taking off her disguise. Dun, dun, dun. Enraged by the deception, Fiona takes out the crystal sword to fight. But the sword is another one of Ice Queen's tricks and turns into a ball of ice around Fiona's hands. Cake hears the noises from downstairs and senses Fiona is in trouble. Undaunted, Fiona uses the ice to beat Ice Queen over the head. Ice Queen pushes her off in a burst of snow, which allows Fiona to get close enough to break PG free. PG. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just made it up. It's, it's nice the race. first initial of Prince and the first initial of Gumball. PG. IQ doesn't really work for Ice Queen because it almost insinuates that it's an intelligent character. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she's more intelligent than the Ice King, maybe? Yeah question mark I, I, I don't know i don't have enough info on her right she seemed even more manic than the ice king yes yes and also what okay we'll talk about it let's get through the synopsis yeah. and then we'll talk more about it so ice queen gets knocked out by the bros high school pieces just before cake bursts into the room seeing gumball standing next to fiona in her torn dress cake jumps to the wrong conclusion and lunges at the prince so Fiona stops Cake from hurting Gumball and tells her that it was the Ice Queen all along. Just then, the Ice Queen, Ice Queen, Ice, <laughs> just then, ice, cream. Ice, ice Cream recovers and blasts Cake away from Fiona with a torrent of icicles. Fiona knocks her magical tiara off, squelching Ice Cream's powers, and then punches her. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Then punches her for yanking her heart guts. Cake then uses the tiara's power to bury, I can't read, to bury the ice cream in the snow. Fiona swats the tiara off Cake's head saying, you'll catch her crazy. The real <laughs> Prince Gumball is impressed by Fiona and asks her on a date. But Fiona quickly turns him down. Fiona decides she doesn't need a boyfriend because she knows who she is and that she is not interested at that moment. But adds that she would give anything to date the Ice King. Yeah, this is where you know something's uh, up. I know. I was like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> her, her eyes get all glazed over as soon as they say Ice King. Yep. So Cake agrees saying Ice King is the real deal. And then Lord Monochromicorn appears and agrees too by tapping his front hoof in code. <laughs> which is like my favorite joke in the whole episode. Yeah. As she praises the Ice King, Fiona's voice suddenly becomes the Ice King's as the scene changes to the real Ice King's throne room. He's lounging in an armchair and reading a fan fiction he wrote to Finn and Jake, whose bodies are trapped in ice. Ice King closes the book, which has a picture of Fiona kissing Ice King and says, So, what did you think of the fan fiction I wrote you guys? Finn, who is the only one with his head not buried in ice, hesitates to respond. Ice King raises his hand with ice power threateningly and yells, Tell me you thought it was good. And Finn hurriedly placates the ice king by praising the book 
the yeah we all know somebody <laughs> we all know somebody <laughs> who doesn't take constructive criticism well oh yeah <laughs> natasha what are your first thoughts on this one i i as you can see i did not write very many notes but no, that's okay. <laughs> uh it was just super adorable um i initially like gumball i love gumball way better than princess yes. Bu bubblegum like he's so much nicer and just a better character. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Princess Bubblegum fans, but I like Gumball better. And I I loved the gender swap. It was just super fun. And like I said earlier, they make it different, but uh, still similar enough that you can tell that they're basically the same characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By the way, if, if I had called um, Prince Gumball bubblegum a few times i apologize <laughs> um, i'm sure i did that more than once i do it all the time anytime yeah. i'm talking about fiona cake i'm like prince bubblegum no wait yeah I guess. he has a different <laughs> name yeah so my bad um yeah i like that um so gumball is a lot more like emotionally charged than bubblegum is yes which is very different bubblegum is very like by the numbers like very calculated calculated Science. yeah mm -hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that just her personality and i think yeah. that i agree though like i think that gumball is just a different character disguised as i don't know it's just different and i and i like that like it's not we're not watching finn and jake or princess um bubblegum in gender bent bodies like this yeah. they all have some they're like they're like the approximate knowledge guy you know they're approximate yeah. characters to the one the the gender bent versions of them and i think that's really cool frank the human boy <laughs> so uh, i i think it's really cool that so it's been a, a long time since i've seen this episode and in my memory it was just a finn and jake episode but as different genders and it's really cool going in this time and seeing how different the characters really are like i think they could do an entire series off these characters and it would be different enough from adventure time Mm -hmm. yeah. actually they do have um a comic series mm -hmm. on fiona and cake have you read any of them? I have one of them. I have the first one. Uh, oh, cool. It's so good. <laughs> nice. I need to get all of them. I don't think there's that many, though. Uh, I think there's only three volumes right now, but I'd have to okay. look it up. Let me, let me look it up. Um, cool. If you do end up getting all of them, if you'd be interested in it, we'd love to do a, another episode covering the comics. Oh, yeah, definitely. Bonus episode. Matt loves to have bonus episodes. This is his jam. I really like this episode. Um, I didn't think I was going to like it because I love Finn and Jake. Like, I love them. I love all about, like, everything about Ooh. I love their relationship. And and so I was a little anxious about what this was going to look like. But um, as I got, you know, more acquainted with Fiona and Cake, first off, I love the name Fiona. So there's that. But just, like, being able to like sit with these characters and enjoy their adventure. And I'm all about like female empowerment and not needing a dude to, you know, make things better or define who you are. You know, I think that's what I really liked about this is that, yeah, it was this cute, like give and take, like play on how Finn loves bubblegum. And <clears throat> so that's carried over into Fiona, you know, having possible feelings for gumball you know, we didn't, it was just the messaging was on point in this, I guess, overall. I liked it. I thought it was cute. And I thought like Fiona was so strong. And even yeah. though like Ice Queen insults Fiona by calling her a tomboy, it's like, whatevs, you know, like she's not a tomboy. She's just strong. 
and she's okay and it's okay that she's strong yeah yeah i agree Very well said see amy comes in with these that i'm just like <laughs> i like the colors <laughs> <laughs> um so speaking of colors i love the slush beast i thought that was so cool what yeah. a cool like thing that they used as a thing to capture him like I, that was great yeah i think in general these two episodes i noticed while watching them like the animation looks really cleaned up compared to a lot of episodes before this. Like, it's looking really good. Mm-hmm. It's like they doubled the budget or something. And so that scene you were talking about where Fiona comes to that self-realization that she doesn't need a prince to make her whole. I was getting a little emotional during that scene. I was like, this totally. is great stuff. Yeah. We've talked a bunch in the podcast about like the first couple seasons and how a lot of it's just fun and goofy. And I said, well, eventually we're going to get to like the meaty episodes where like there's a lot more to, to dissect and a lot more going on beneath the surface and i think both of these episodes are it we're crossing that threshold in the series now where it's starting to get a little more uh smat <laughs> wicked smat wicked smart, kid. Uh, yeah i agree like it this is definitely the turning point where there's so much more character development and background story and uh i'm excited for the rest of it yeah me too I thought it was funny how at the very beginning they made a reference to the um, ACDC song, Big Balls, talking mm-hmm. about how the ball is going to be so big. So there's that. <laughs> um, yeah. And you can tell there's an attraction between Cake and Lord Monochromacorn. Lord Mono. Yeah. Um, because like she gets like excited when he picks her the catnip. And I thought that was cute. Yeah. So they maintained those relationships, which was rad. Totally. Uh, Natasha, what are some of the things you liked? The best thing in this episode is the music. I, I'm a huge music person, and mm-hmm. I'm actually a music major. Uh, oh, but, oh, no way. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, That's I awesome. graduated with a bachelor's Bachelor of Arts in music. So oh, cool. Woo. That's What's amazing. What's your favorite instrument to play? Um, oh, before my bachelor of arts i would have said my viola but mm-hmm. <laughs> nowadays probably uh my ukulele oh, I, I really like that we're gonna have a ukulele jam yeah I'm yeah like you're it. probably gonna be way better than me but <laughs> oh no 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 no! my strumming is terrible <laughs> <laughs> we're on the same page you know <laughs> <laughs> good good maybe like as we go together we'll hit the same beats that we that each other misses yes. <laughs> it'll work <laughs> excellent <laughs> uh i also really loved uh there's a particular when when kate gets the dress for fiona mm-hmm. uh so that's a sailor sailor moon reference it that's princess serenity's dress yeah and i was just like oh my god yes that's so cool yeah, yeah i had so that I in knew- the trivia is is that is um mirrored after the dress of princess serenity that's really cool. I've I've heard in the past that there was some Sailor Moon reference in this episode, but I didn't know what it was. So that's oh. awesome. Cool. Oh yeah, Matt, what did you like about this episode? <laughs> All I wrote was monochromicorn. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I loved the um, just like the the subtle differences between uh, the characters in this and their counterpart characters in the rest of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Stuff like the uh, emotional difference between Gumball and Bubblegum, and I actually found that. Fiona seems a little more emotionally mature than yes, Finn does. Yes, I thought that oh, too. Yeah. I think it's just because the stereotype of girls mature faster. 
Mm. Um, but it's it might be possible that she's also slightly older maybe that was my question is was she older and that that's i think she looks older like she does not look like a 13 year old girl she looks yeah like she looks older and so it seemed yeah. like maybe they did that because that relationship with gumball was a thing that if she was 13 that would have been um, yeah you know yeah. Be a little so, weird yeah, yeah, because Gumball does have an attraction to her. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how old. It, it seems like she's supposed to be like in late teens or something. Yeah, I was thinking I don't know. that too. But I absolutely love the character of Fiona, especially this time through. Yeah. So yeah, that's my. I think my favorite aspect of this episode is the character of Fiona. Apparently, um, she is fourteen. Oh, oh. Okay. That makes it only slightly better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only slightly, and that's on the um. Adventure Time fan fiction wiki. Well, we know that now. <laughs> well, she's older than 13. <laughs> maybe Prince, maybe Prince, uh, I was going to say Buttercup. Uh, maybe ah, Prince Gumball 14. So then my question is, how old is Prince Gumball? Hmm, that's mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. How old yeah. is Prince Gumball? Well, we know Neil Patrick Harris was probably well into his 30s at least when he did this episode. Yeah. I mean, I would guess that he's oh. the same age as Princess Bubblegum. He's yeah. 18. Yep. Okay. That's... Well, maybe the, the rules of what's appropriate in Danny <laughs> <laughs> Ages is different in the land of ah. Okay. So, so we're going to go ahead and move on because our, our goal is not to punch holes in Adventure Time things. And so I feel like we're starting <laughs> to do that. <laughs> so what didn't you guys like about this one if anything i thought so what i didn't like about this episode i so the overall the episode left me wanting more i said that before and i think that like we're jumping into this whole world and it it felt like even though like we knew the characters quote unquote because they're the gender bent versions i really wish that you in an 11 12 minute episode you can't do character development in the same way that we've done over the past two seasons with our other with their counterparts and so um but like i was like oh i wish i knew ice queen story oh i wish i knew you know cake story and like like because they were different enough from the characters that they were based on like i didn't feel like i knew them enough and like it like i wanted more from that definitely i get that how about you nastasha uh (laughs) So I wrote in my in my notes here, yanking my heart guts. Yeah. <laughs> because like it I felt that so strongly when Fiona said that. I was just like, oh man. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I really didn't like the whole Fiona and everybody going googly eyed over Ice King. I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, like it, I think it was cool because it was like it ca- like I was so caught off guard by that. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Remember the first time seeing this one at the end of it? I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's fan fiction. Uh, but I mean, it, it it has to happen because it's fan yeah. fiction. And right, right. How else are you going to tie it in? And of That's course, right. Ice King, he, he would totally be like, yeah, Fiona loves me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> of course he would. Yeah, <laughs> Ice King's a pretty good writer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Until, until the ending. <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, I put under things I don't like. Ice Queen is just as obnoxious as Ice King. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's not something I actually dislike, but you know, I had to write something. <laughs> I was like, yep, right. this is annoying. <laughs> Matt, where is the snail? 
Ooh, the snail was on the ceiling when Prince Gumball is decorating it with jelly kinder. Snail. Which I actually saw that. Oh, nice! Really? Oh, I didn't catch it. Hey, Natasha, you want to do the snail watch? Snail watch 2020. Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Snail watch. Uh, I've nope. been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I practice Excellent. in the mirror every day. <laughs> practice, practice, and then it comes down to it. It's like, snail, crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be me. Check, please. Check, please. <laughs> um, no fail face in this episode. Matt, what was your favorite um line in this episode? Catnip, sweet babies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what Princess does every time we give her catnip. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And then she goes berserk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's to go next? Natasha. Be, yeah. Uh, my favorite line was, Ice Queen, why are you always predatoring on dudes? That was Fiona. <laughs> I love that it. Was a great line. It gets me every time. Yeah. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> oh. All right. So mine was, Fiona, you're so strong. And that was Gumball to Fiona after she engages, like, saves him the first time. And I thought that was really cool because this is, this that line, I think, encapsulates the entire episode. Is that Fiona is strong and badass and she doesn't need a dude to justify her existence. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. All right, Matt, tell me your impression. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to do cake. (laughs) Tell Gumball that you you think he's hot. (laughs) Beautiful. Perfect. (laughs) It sounds nothing like her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. It was a date. There was singing and junk. And that was Fiona <laughs> Dead Cake. Oh, I love that line. I almost picked that line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. A crystal sword? I'm all about swords. Oh, that's a really good Fiona. Good. <laughs> Holy crap. That was uh, great. I love that. You've been practicing. I that too. Been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> she like I honestly it 14 times. i've honestly watched these two episodes probably like five to six times each in the last like three days oh my gosh amazing (laughs) i got up like super early this morning for some insane reason and um i was tempted to watch these episodes before amy got a chance to watch them (laughs) because i was like these are gonna be some heavy duty episodes i was like i need to i need to get my notes down and then i I didn't i just ended up watching youtube or something (laughs) But we actually just watched these like right before we started recording. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I like to do it though, because then it's fresh in my brain zone. Yeah. Yes, definitely. All right. So we have a little bit of trivia. Um, This episode premiered with a total of 3.15 million viewers, making it Cartoon Network's highest rated telecast for 2011. It also set a viewership record for the show, which um, that record was eventually broken by the four season episode Burning Low. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, this hey. episode marks Finn's first minor appearance. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This huh. is the first Fiona and Cake episode to feature Finn and Jake. The second and final was in Fiona and Cake and Fiona. Rebecca Sugar intended Fiona and Cake to both be a jab at and a huge celebration of the feeling of being a fan and allowing something completely ridiculous to make your heart tighten. So I was reading an article about this today, this episode, and this line was in there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we have to include that because it totally 
Yes. All of that. Yes. It was like, you know, it, it was considered fan fiction, um, you know, and Pendleton Ward reportedly, you know, liked it so much that he made it canon. And then it's just like this episode just, it warmed my heart and I loved it so much. It was so, so good. Yeah. So I actually have, uh, while I was looking for more comic books on Fiona and Cake, I have a little bit of trivia on how Fiona and Cake became a thing. Ooh, tell us. Uh, So let's see. Let me make sure that I have her name right. So Natasha Allegri Mm -hmm. is the person who created Fiona and Cake. Yeah. And she's friends with Pendleton Ward and actually worked on Adventure Time uh, for I think it says five seasons mm-hmm. yeah and she just started drawing gender swap versions of the show's characters and Pendleton Ward saw that and was just like um this needs to be a thing yeah and so it became a thing yeah awesome. I think that's so cool I think it's so cool I love yeah. it I love it <laughs> yes it's so good which oh, there, for that tidbit. it's amazing and there are let's see seven volumes of fiona and cake in comic book form that's awesome awesome. that's really cool i know i've seen them on shelves in the past i didn't realize that there were so few yeah there's not very many there should be more more adventures more more okay so the last two pieces of trivia is in the french version the same voice actress who does the voice for finn also does fiona's voice oh cool and in the norwegian dub version um instead of fiona her name is changed to lynn Lynn and Finn. Yeah. Cool. I didn't I I don't know why, but that's the little piece of trivia that I found. (laughs) Excellent. You had a prediction for this episode based on its name. Sure did. (laughs) But you knew of the existence of the characters of Fiona and Cake, but you'd never seen this episode before. Correct. So based on the episode's title, Fiona and Cake, you guessed that Finn and Jake look through a magic mirror and find that they can step inside. And when they do, the episode turns sideways, introducing gender bent Finn and Jake. Fiona and Cake. So, Natasha, I'm going to give you the honors of grading this. Oh, no. (laughs) Creativity and how close it was to the actual episode. Okay, so really quick, Natasha, as you know, there is no rubric. And (laughs) so whatever you do is totally fine. (laughs) I'm feeling right on this. I'm just kidding. I'm feeling so much pressure. (laughs) You will be graded on your grading. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm joking. I wasn't trained for this. <laughs> Neither was Matt. It's good. No, it's very clear. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm kind of sensing a pattern to the rubric. Maybe that it's sort of coming together. <laughs> All right. I guess creativity. I'm going to give it. I'd say a B minus. It's, okay. it's pretty creative. I like okay. it. Okay. I, okay, I'll take that. I'll take it. I would love to see an episode with this kind of thing going on. Yeah. As and far how- as <laughs> as far as how close it is to the episode, I am a much harsher grader. I'm gonna have to give it a. Uh, I'm gonna have to give it a C minus. Ooh, you're actually oh, a much oh. more generous grader. <laughs> <laughs> Oh really? Matt would have given it an F minus minus. He'd be like, "There's gender bent, but nah." Well, you call them. Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something clever there, and I lost my train of thought. I just noticed well, that I got something out. I will take it. I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you want to predict what the, our next episode is going to be about, based on its name? Yes. Which is what was missing. What was missing? Okay. 
Finn and Jake are invited to a baby shower. <laughs> and during the baby shower, they play the game, name the items on the tray. It turns into a brawl when the party attendees argue about what was on the tray and try to find out what's missing from their list. Awesome. Yeah, there's like a Ooh. real game. That's a real thing, FYI. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like and we, I've played it. It's great. Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I actively avoid baby showers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fun games there. Yeah, there can be for sure. Awesome. All right. Any last thoughts on this episode before we move on? No. No. I think we got it. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised to find that I think this is in my top five episodes so far that we've watched. Nice. Um, Yeah, I think it's great. I agree. I think it's totally amazing. I think story-wise, music-wise, animation and voice acting. I think I actually thought that they did a pretty good job giving Fiona an arc within a 12-minute episode. So, Yeah. yeah, I think it's amazing. Yeah, I think I got to know Fiona and want more. And I just, oh, I just love this. I love this episode so much. So good. yeah, I am a fan. Natasha, any last thoughts? Uh, like I said before, it's it's in my top five of all of the episodes that I've ever watched. So it's amazing. I love it. Awesome. awesome. All right. So let's head on over to season three, episode 10. What was missing? Before we continue, does anybody need to take a stretch? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Clear my throat. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Get all that out first. <laughs> That's another bonus episode. It's just going to be like all the body noises. That we cut out. <laughs> oh, God. I almost spit out my water. <laughs> I love it. All right. Episode, excuse me, season three, episode 10, What Was Missing? Overall, episode number 62, directed by Larry Lichlider, Cole Sanchez, written and storyboarded by Adam Muto, Rebecca Sugar. Original air date, September 26, 2011, had 2.19 million U.S. viewers. Oh, an IMDb rating. Oh, IMDb rating of 8.8. Really high. That's even higher than the last one. Yeah. Cool. And the title card shows... How do you describe what's happening here? It's like it's showing different doorways. Finn and Jake are running through a doorway of a doorway of a doorway of a doorway. Yes, there we go. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to word it. (laughs) Before we start this, I have to say that it was jarring going from Fiona and Cake to this episode. Did anybody else feel that? Yeah, Uh, a little bit. I mean, it. Fiona and Cake was like a really fun. cutesy episode and then this one you start getting into some interesting truths Mm -hmm. and uh it's a little bit more of a serious episode Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and it it just like we're like oh oh crap now i'm back in this this other thing that i know so much about so far and um i have to like shift my thinking and it was just really interesting coming into this Mm. yeah Yeah, that's understandable yeah yeah, I guess I didn't I didn't get that sensation, but I think it might just be because I've seen this episode a million times. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay, so the scene opens to Finn checking to see if no one else is at home before pulling the lock of Princess Bubblegum's hair from the episode to cut a woman's hair out from under the couch. He sits down and cuddles with it until Jake comes out from behind the couch with Bimo. Jake tells a startled Finn that he already knows about his, quote, private time he spends with the wad of Princess Gubblebum. Gubblebum? Gubblebum! <laughs> Princess Bubblegum's hair, close quote. 
You know, I totally didn't make the connection that that's the lock of hair from that uh, that other episode. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where do yeah. you think you got it, bro bro? I, I di didn't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> she just has that laying around. Yeah. yeah so, you know. just took it from her when she wasn't looking. <laughs> like a creeper. Uh, yeah. So Jake then picks up a floorboard and pulls out his baby blanket to show Finn a special object of his own. Then a door appears and out hops a door lord. Which is really, he's a drawer lord. Drawer right? lord, yeah. Yeah, I, I kept jumping back and forth and notes. I'm like, is it drawer lord or door lord? So I guess no, he's I, a... I think it's door lord. Okay, I think you're right, because there's a lot of doors in this episode. And the title card's nothing but doors. <laughs> it okay. all makes sense now. Okay, so he snatches Finn's wad of Princess Bubblegum's hair, Bemo's controller, and Jake's blanket. The three follow the door lord through a door that leads to Princess Bubblegum's castle, where she's seen running out after him and demanding that he come back yelling, get back here, you thieving lord, door lord, <laughs> you butt, which helps identify the creature to Finn and Jake. So the door lord, the whole episode, it's like he's holding something in his mouth and he's like, <laughs> so it's always implied that he's talking, but it's like he has a mouthful of marbles. Yes. I thought that was funny. And his legs are like bent backwards. And his arms. And yeah. his arm. And his arm. He has weird body, body proportions. It's interesting. Yeah. So the door lord opens another portal, which Finn, PB, Bimo, and Jake follow through into Marceline's house. Marceline is trying to hit the door lord with her base until he opens up a final door that hurts Marceline with the sunlight through it. The group, now with Marceline, who has put on a pair of gloves and sun hat, which will protect her from the sun, and PB go through the final door into Red Rock Pass, chasing the door lord until he escapes into a double door that closes in front of the four before they can get yeah. through. So is this the first time that Marceline and PB are, share a lot of time together in an episode? I think um... it is. Because there was the one where, um, you know, Finn was trying to get PB to go to the movies with him. Yeah. Like, he doesn't yeah. really interact with Marceline too much in that one, but yeah. you could already see that there's some tension between them there. What else? I, I definitely think this is the first episode where they interact a lot more. Yeah, yeah I agree. More than more FaceTime, but you know, based on their conversations that they've had other interaction, but not with not with the viewers in front. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's implied. So, yeah. So then Finn reads the words that appear on the archway that say, This door shall yield to no command save for a song from a genuine band. So the crew then tries making some music to tempt the doors open using their assorted instruments. But when Marceline begins to sing about wanting to drink the red from your pretty pink face, PB comments that her lyrics are too t too distasteful. Wow, sorry for stumbling over my words there. No, you're good. Marceline then replies defensively, Oh, you don't like that? Or do you just not like me? Bitterly, Marceline sings, I'm just your problem to Princess Bubblegum, inducing shocked reactions of silence from the princess, Jake, and Finn. Since the door reacts to the truth, later realized by Finn, and the door re reacted to her song, the lyrics to Marceline's rock ballad consisted of her true feelings. At the end of the song, she stumbles, stammering something that is not truthful. To bury you in the ground and drink the blood from your err, causing the faces of the door to stop responding to the music and to dim. Yeah. I like that song, by the way. Yeah, yeah Olivia Olsen is such a phenomenal. She has such a great voice, and I think she does a great, um, great job in this episode of uh, voice acting for sure. I was telling uh, Amy earlier that I feel bad for other voice actors in an episode who have to sing along Olivia Olsen because she sings circles around everybody in the show. Totally. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then Marceline yells, "Stop staring at me!" Then Jake calls Princess Bubblegum and the others talentless hacks and leaves, only to come <laughs> back later. 
as this is a part of his act to be the band's self-proclaimed jerk, because every band needs a jerk. <laughs> so Finn suggests that they have a noodle break, taking a pack of dry, uncooked noodles out of his backpack, and Marceline then starts to float off to open the door that the door lord left open, and Finn says in a panic, no, wait, don't go! So thinking that Marceline has decided to leave the band as well, but she tells him that she's just going to get something to cook the noodles. Have either of you ever eaten ramen noodles dry like that before? Uh, oh, yeah. Just, like, out of the package? It, I've done it a lot. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, pref I prefer them dry. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I prefer them dry. <laughs> I think uh, Finn's response is like, cooked? <laughs> like you can yeah. Nice and crunchy. He didn't even consider it. No. Yeah. No. Like pouring the seasoning on it, just like pure sodium. <laughs> so, so Finn bad for it. <laughs> Finn continues to eat the noodles raw. Marceline comes back with a pot and a, a mobile stove and tells BMO, come here, baby, and hooks BMO up. I thought that was adorable. Um, up yeah. to the, uh, heat the pot of water, and Finn drops his noodles into the pot. The sun goes down, and Marceline takes off her hat. When Finn suggests a song about noodles, both girls say no in unison, to which they all laugh shortly after. Ah. So Princess Bubblegum then tries to make a new song, and Jake comes back. Jake says, shut your face. I came back for the music. <laughs> and after her, PB, <laughs> after her plan fails due to her miscalculations, because she tries making music, like, With mathematically? Math. Yeah. yeah. It was not algebraic. It was not algebraic. So Marceline says that PB was not as perfect as she thought, and that she could not judge her anymore. The two have a fight. <laughs> Marceline then spits on PB's jacket, and they all begin to leave, except for Finn, who then begins to sing a song of what his best friends think of him. I was like, my jaw dropped when she spit on Bubblegum's bubble jacket. <laughs> we got this. I know, right, dude? We, really, we don't usually record this. Bus, struggle bus. I was like, what? I can't believe she did that. Oh, yeah. It was It was so... Ugh. Yeah. And I would probably react the same way that Princess Bubblegum did. Just like... Ah. Yes. Yeah. She's in like a state of shock. <laughs> Marceline, PB, and Jake join in as Finn sings about how they were all best friends in the world. The door, in response, opens to the door lord eating a sandwich in an empty room. <laughs> the crew listens to his mumbling, and while Finn appears to be perplexed at them, PB, Marceline, and Jake state that what the door lord had hoped for them to learn, that the real treasure was their friendships. Aww. So the door lord smiles with glee at the revelation, but then he is shortly afterward beaten up by the five, presumably in retaliation to his thievery. Jake then passes out their stolen items. Finn receives his wad of PB's hair, where PB replies, oh, you. And Finn <laughs> mutters under his breath, yeesh. Jake gets his baby blanket and BMO gets its controller back. A black t-shirt with what seems to be cinnamon rolls strangling a snake to be mistaken to be Marceline's, but it's claimed by PB, claiming she wears it all the time as pajamas. At the end, it's revealed that the door lord had not taken anything from Marceline, meaning Marceline only joined them because she wanted to hang out with the group. Marceline angri angrily tries to deny it and transforms into her full vampire form to chase them out the door, but they merely laugh as they run away. Awesome. The end. Uh. The end. So first thoughts. Natasha. Uh, I love how much background they cram into this episode. Yes. Like, there's so many hints at like what is going on between Princess Bubble. Oh my yeah. goodness. I can't. <laughs> got you. Princess Bubblegum. <laughs> Princess Bubblegum and Marceline. Like there's so much like behind all of the words that Marceline says in her song. And then 
Princess Bubblegum's reaction to the shirt. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, there's so much that I don't know. I want to know it. Yes, yes. I love the Door Lord. I thought that that sequence where he's like running through, taking these special like items from people and then throwing a key and then jumping into another door. I really, really love the animation. I thought that that concept was really neat. Um, And I thought that it was just, it was a a really cool episode and definitely pulled at the heartstrings um, when Finn is talking about singing about um, friendship. I also really like Marcy's song because this is the first time we have an inclination that um, Marcy, there's something between Marcy and PB that's more than friendship. And I'm really stoked about that because I like that this is some groundwork that's being laid to more more stuff that we get to learn. And again, I'm all about the layers. And so this is layering it on. And I love how this is just like solidifying the friendship that these these people like before it was like we started out with Finn being like this adventurer that helped out PB, but this friendship has blossomed. And then Marceline came into the picture and that friendship has blossomed. And it's just, this is like the crew, you know? And I love that. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. I think the first two seasons did a good job setting up the world and the characters. And now we're finally getting to get into the characters mm-hmm. more and learn more about what's going on in their heads and how they feel in their backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love that. Yeah. And they did a really good job with, with it here too, like balancing the humor and the drama. Yes, yeah, it's such a good balance. And the music is just awesome in this episode. I love the songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. What did you uh, like best uh, in this, speaking of the music? I mean, I just wrote the music. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. all about the music. It's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so many wonderful songs that are memorable, and I, I loved it. And this episode definitely gave me the feels. Like, I, I legit almost cried. And I was like, oh, I was doing, like, the wavy hands in front of my face, being like, oh, my God. It was so cute. I loved it. <laughs> it's, it's so nice to finally be at that point in the show. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, what did you like most in this episode? I liked Jake as the band jerk. <laughs> I thought that was he's... stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> um, it's just so funny because, like, he's the only one not taking any of this seriously. Yeah. It's just, it's very <laughs> typical of Jake. I love, I like some episodes, you know, you have Finn and Jake throughout the episode, but it's clearly just meant to be a Finn growth episode. Mm-hmm. Like um, uh, the one where they're trapped in the, the gladiator pit. Uh-huh. And Finn is like fighting for the lives of Jake is like, oh, it's tropical island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, that stuff just cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah. I like how when they're singing the final song and it was like Jake transforms back into his regular body when he realizes, oh, yeah, this is more than this isn't just a game anymore. This is us like really talking to each other about the feels. It was good. It was good. Anything either of you didn't like? uh bubblegum being snooty like yeah uh she i mean she does a lot of growth and you get to see a lot more layers of her character in this episode but when she's being snooty i'm just like "Ah, you're so annoying why Mm -hmm. yes it's that part of her character that you're just like uh this again yeah especially coming off an episode with gumball Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) yeah totally totally i think for this episode it was um, what the it started so quickly um, with like the door lord and then and then it abruptly stopped and then it became about this like how do we come together to to problem solve and I think that for me it's not that I didn't like that but I was just kind of like wanted that conflict between PB and Marcy was just um, 
it was like, all right, I understand this is necessary for the movement of the story to go forward, but I don't necessarily enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Totally. Matt, anything you didn't like? No, this is one of those episodes that I come back to like every couple of months, just a happy time show kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, so no, I really don't have any problems with this episode. I think, um, no, I can't think of anything. Sorry. I, I didn't I didn't realize I, I had seen this episode before. I just didn't know what it was called. So <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was cool to see it again and be like, oh, yeah, I have seen this. And it was really fun. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be singing right. the songs from it for the next three days at least. Yay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the time. Where was the um, snail, Matt? Oh, the snail was on Marceline's stove on the handle of a pot. Ooh, Snail Watch 2020. Snail yeah, Watch. I... <laughs> I didn't catch that one at all. <laughs> nope, same. It's all good. Most of them we don't catch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I did catch on this one, though, was the Shelby, the, the worm that lives inside Jake's viola. Yeah. After he breaks the viola, Shelby goes flying out of it and crawls back in. Aw. Which that, oh man, it hurt me to watch that. I was just like, oh, oh God, no. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Breaking instruments is a, it's a car <laughs> No Phil Face in this episode. Uh, Natasha, what was your favorite line? That guy must do crazy squats by Jake. Like, That's awesome. Ugh. Jake has a lot of my favorite lines in most of the episodes. Right? Yeah. yeah. I love Jake. Um, How about you, Amy? Mine was the real treasure is friendship. That's also Jake. I also like it when Bimo's like, yippee Kaye, boy! Boy! <laughs> so, Natasha, your favorite line that that guy must do crazy squats. So, we're all working on like the same doc, uh, Google document while we were taking notes on this episode. No joke, I was going to write that line in as you were typing it in. <laughs> I saw the words appear on the screen. I was like, no, no! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I stole it. I love it. I love it. So, um, all the like, your your favorite line, I almost wrote that one down, so... <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good runner up. So, I'll get your kid back, toy. Finn, talking to a kid. <laughs> Dorlord steals the toy of this kid, and he's, like, crying, right, and, like, Finn is, like, running behind him. He's like, I'll get your kid back, toy! Does he ever get that toy back? I don't know. That poor kid. Yeah. We just have to assume that they return everything. Yep. Yeah. Alright, what's your impression, Natasha? Okay, I'm going to try and do the the Marceline song. Yes. A little bit of it, not the whole thing. Okay. I'm sorry I don't treat you like a goddess. Is that what you wanted me to do? Woo! Woo! That's awesome! I was really trying hard to think of an impression. I was like, uh, I don't know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Natasha, that was so great. Yeah! I don't want to do mine now. <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't remember the tune. <laughs> oh, you're both singing. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to be so lazy. <laughs> I'm going to do yours, Matt. <laughs> no. <laughs> fine. Fine. We'll trade. Okay. I'll... Okay. <laughs> That's the door, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, I guess. Okay. So I got to try yours now. Yep. You are, are, are my best friends in the world. Yay. Yeah. Oh, only That's slightly great. off key. <laughs> No, it was good. It was good. I love it. Thank you, baby. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're All the right. singer of the two of us, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, no, that would be Natasha. <laughs> She's oh, the, no. the three of us. I, I should have gone for a vocal major, honestly, but 
I did not. <laughs> You're the Olivia <laughs> Olsen silly. of this trio. You are the Olivia. Oh, yeah. Olsen of this trio. Yep. <laughs> um, we only have a few bits of trivia for this episode, and we already talked about oh, one yeah, the of them. Viola. Yeah, about Shelby crawling back in Jake's viola. Um, Matt, you want to read the one piece that we got? Uh, sure. So when Adam Muto pitched this episode, he had misspoken, which is the reason why Finn says, I'll get your kid back toy. <laughs> so the team <laughs> thought it was funny and kept the flub for the actual episode. I think that's cool. That's great. I love it. I love it. Uh, your prediction for this one, based on the name, what was missing? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, Finn and Jake are invited to a baby shower. All right. Off to a good start. So during the baby shower... <laughs> They play the game, name the items on the tray. It turns into a brawl when the party attendees argue about what was on the tray and try to find out what's missing from their lists. All right. Spot on. Okay. Very, very accurate. <laughs> Natasha, do you want to do the honors? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Creativity? Uh, I'm going to give this one a B plus. B plus. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take it. And how close it was. So there's little bits in here. there are items uh there's not a brawl but there's a fight between the friends um and other than that it's all completely your imagination (laughs) at work uh we're gonna give this a d plus dang delectable (laughs) dang delectable Double D, oh, I guess. Double D. <laughs> oh. uh, so, would you like to predict what the next episode's going to be about? Yes. Of Which course is... I do. It's like my job to... in life. I'm really going to start writing down these episode names. Um, I believe it's Apple Thief. Apple Thief. <laughs> so, okay. we're going to go with that because I think that's it. All right. So, Tree Trunk returns. She finds that her apples are being stolen by a thief. She calls upon Finn and Jake to help her. This is their story. Dun, dun. Channeling Law and Order. Awesome. I love that you even wrote that there. Yep. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. yeah, Next week. Um, Before we get to the listener feedback, I was wondering if our friend Natasha wants to join us in our newfound thing that we love to do in taking a quiz to find out who you are from Adventure Time. Ooh, and this is yeah. a gender bent version. Sure, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm super I'm excited. Okay, so we only have a couple questions. Um, so what's your favorite color? Your options are blue, anything, red, pastels, or pink. Red. Red. Oh my gosh, that's Ooh. mine too. Woo. Um, your friends would describe you as mean, funny, smart, music loving, or courageous. Hmm. Music loving. Okay. Your everyday clothes are some leggings, a t-shirt, and some trainers. Fancy pink clothes. Nothing I wear myself. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Anything I can be bothered to put on or a long blue dress. I'm going to have to go with leggings. I love leggings. Nice. They go with everything. They do. All right. Your ideal home would be a treehouse. A castle anywhere in an ice kingdom. Oh, I'm going with treehouse. Yes. That would be amazing. Good choice. All right. Your ideal job would be a superhero, a musician, a scientist. I don't need a job. 
I mean, I feel like I want to go with the I don't need a job, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> living but living the life of a superhero would also be super awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. Is that what you want? Uh, Are you going with a superhero or I don't need a job? Can I call? Can I phone a friend? You can phone a friend. Hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I can do this. I can do this. Okay, I, believe in you. I believe in you. I'm going to go with superhero. Okay. Ooh. This is the last question. Your best friend by choice would be Finn, Jake, Princess Bubblegum, Marceline, or the Ice King? Marceline. I knew it. <laughs> oh, yay! You're exactly who I thought you would be. Ooh. You are Fiona. Awesome. You're yeah. Kind of brave, daring, and not afraid to help people. Yeah. Man, you're so. the only one of the three of us who got somebody good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I can't remember who you guys got. Um, I know I, re- I listened got, to it recently. Matt got Ice King, and I got Princess Bubblegum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, those, are, those are main characters, though. That is true. That's true. That's true. So I have to say, though, when I first saw Fiona, I thought you look so similar to her and her personality was very similar to yours. Even before you took this quiz, I was like, yep, that's that's Natasha. That's her. So I can't. I really cool that you got that. Yeah, that's a personality to be proud of. Yeah. Well, and like Princess Bubblegum and the Ice King, they get a lot of cool development. So <laughs> that's, that's true. true. <laughs> yep i'm the guy who puts his foot into people's pie oh no <laughs> In, into an omelet so that you know i can be inside of them somehow <laughs> <laughs> photography is art <sighs> all right so it is time for some listener feedback listener feedback Woo. Mariama on Facebook said, Hey, I'm Matt and Amy. I just wanted to say I'm pretty new to your podcast, but have been an Adventure Time fan for years and recently remembered why I love the show so much when it aired, when I rewatched it. Um, finding your podcast was an absolute delight and I love listening to them. By the way, Matt, your impressions are so brilliant. Anyway, oh, just you. wanted to share some love. Thanks, Mariama. Oh, thank you so much. Also, cool profile picture. It's a yep, lion. It is a lion. Yes, thank you so much. And thank you for the for the compliment on impressions. Today was not my best impression day. <laughs> You're okay. Uh, so we got another message from Matthew C. It says, hey, guys, I love y'all's podcast. It's kind of like watching Adventure Time while I'm driving. I can't wait till you do season four. Remember me is my number one episode of all time. Thanks for making my drives enjoyable. I remember you, not remember me. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> we'll remember thank you, you so Matthew. And I'm glad that we give you the sensation of watching the show when you're driving as opposed to actually watching it when you're driving. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, I love listening to podcasts when I drive too. It, it's, yeah, it's the best. Definitely helps. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All right. And our last <clears throat> piece of feedback. I am a big fan from Alexis B. Hi, Matt and Amy. I was listening to your podcast the other day and fell in love with it. You guys are so funny. And thanks to you guys, I think I like Adventure Time again. I please encourage you to keep making episode. I also have one question. Do you think Marceline and Bubblegum um, as a couple is canon? Please write back soon. Love, Alexis. A little bit of Alexis. A little bit of Alexis. Yes, I think they as a couple are canon because they do. It, it occurs in the episodes um, that were produced by Pendleton Ward. So, of course, yeah. Yes. Yep, definitely. For sure. And also, thank you for writing. And also, it's like that uh, that the podcast has gotten you back into Adventure Time. That's really cool. Yeah, totes. 
Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts about our two episodes that we reviewed today? I don't think so. I mean, we covered all the big points for me. Like the music is amazing and yeah. just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for more Marceline music because Marceline's songs are, uh, they're tearjerkers and they're mm-hmm. just amazing. Yeah. So definitely good. filled with emotion for sure. Yes. What's the name of the song that she sings about bubblegum in this one? Is it? Yeah. I'm just your problem. So there's an 8-bit version of that song that I found on YouTube, and it's awesome. Totally worth checking out. It's good reading music. Hey, Matt, you should include that in the show notes. Yeah, I'm going to. Thanks for reminding me. All right. Man, this has been a blast. It has been a blast. Natasha, thank you so much for joining us. We had such a great time with you, um, and you're welcome to come back anytime. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Um, So if you want to email us, you can email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter with the handles at Oh My Glob Podcast. You can rate and view us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you go onto the Anchor app and go into our podcast page, you can leave us a voicemail. And please do. We'll play it on the air. So I'm Amy. I'm Matt. I'm Natasha. (laughs) 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 Thank you for joining us. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Bye.